Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're your Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which is a little peppery, a little bitter, a little salty, and I mean, sometimes a lot. But at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hello. We are so fucking pumped. I mean, we'll just give you an F-bomb right away because <laughs> we're telling you. That's how it, we don't do it a lot, but that's why you know it's intense that we're giving you one because it is what, honey? It is 90 Day Fiance. It's Happily Ever After. This is the Tell All Part 2, No Limits. And in French, it's No Limon. And, you know, in, uh, and in the early 2000s, a No Limit Soldier with... Snoop Dogg and um, you know other people, but it's like what happened is is that what happened was the West Coast like drama and beef had had gotten too much for him. You know what I'm saying? Like it was Death Row Records was too much for Snoop, and he was like, "I'm gonna go on ahead and just like meet up with some fools from the South," and thus the No Limit Soldiers were created, and 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 they are just so much better than the No Limits Part Two. Um, so we start off with Rose. We start off where Rose is like, and this is, I am so happy I get to do accents again. Ed, Ed always asking me for FaceTime. Oh, okay. Well, we have that screenshot. So there's, there's my, my Rose. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have that screenshot was actually like uh Sean Michael Robinson. No, which is like, okay, well we have that screenshot, you know, like Sean. Okay. So <laughs> This I will, I will give this to Sean because, you know, here's the thing. She is a professional fucking woman and journalist. It gives, she's been giving this her whole life. Like, she seems like, I mean, the most disciplined type A perfect person in life. You know, so it's always been a little like, girl, you really came down from the heavens to really just be amongst the peons in this in this situation that's how I've always felt and I also feel like I'm perfect to talk to the peons and she's too good but also god bless god bless Sean at least has leaned into I think maybe some sort of like journalistic like well we have the screenshots and I kind of like enjoyed her being it took her a minute to find this I can be very journalistic because I'm going to deliver receipts in a journalist, almost legal way, almost, almost like a lawyer. If a lawyer was presiding over this tell all, like that's almost like what she kind of gave me. Nothing will ever be based and she'll never crack like too crazy of a joke. She, she's not the wittiest, but she is professional. Why? She's professional, but I feel that she, goes after certain people and then doesn't go after other people. There have been plenty of times where I have watched her not ask the hard hitting question, like so much more. And then on this tell all, she just like slams Michael to the ground. Like Michael is 
the the villain of all villains and because we've got angela over here crying i just didn't like the way i just didn't like what happened with michael i agree and i'll tell you my fucking i think a hundred percent this is the producers trying to orchestrate empathy and sympathy for angela because she gets so much hate online and they do for continually showcasing her but because they have put so many eggs in the angela easter egg basket of being like she's like the lord and savior this is like i don't know a lot of easter uh metaphors but like how they they i feel like it was an orchestrated attempt by the producers to paint her in a sympathetic tone in order to be able to keep her on the show because she has showcased such obvious palpable abuse and people were pissed that they had to keep watching it wow chris what i mean what a great astute viewpoint i mean i didn't even think of that at all like i i love that take i love that take because that's i that's the only thing that could possibly explain what i watched today what i what we all witnessed and then to have like i don't know any let's we're skipping let's just talk about ed fuck face fucking ed i mean and listen <laughs> yeah okay honey it feels good doesn't I know, it i know that you just said you said the f-bomb early on but i just want to let you know that every time i upload these um things to anchor which is the place we put all the podcast so that it sends out to everyone um, i always put this as explicit so like don't don't ever think that people are thinking that they're watching a family show they are not um so Ed always asking me for a FaceTime is what I'll say again. And then um, then there was an ask of like, do you have proof? And she's like, I have screenshot. And uh, they produce the screenshot and Liz gets up. Now, listen, okay. <sighs> Liz, Liz, Liz. Her shoes are great. And Shida feels like her toes even better. Um, but toes and feet. The, toes I, and feet. separate toes and feet. I was like, God bless. Okay, toes and feet. Okay. <laughs> when she gets up to go read this thing, I'm like, Miss Ma'am, sit down. First of all, sit down. Secondly, she's doing she's giving us no makeup makeup look. Do we think that Liz has a stitch of makeup on? And if so, good for her. I I Liz comes back like a glowing goddess. She looks beautiful. I love this no makeup look. Now, oh, a lot of wine. Um, is that wine in there? No, this is not wine. Coke. Okay. Um, now, I said this before. Yeah, like Liz looks gorgeous. I just wouldn't say that this outfit is the best for like where we are, which is like a sit down tell all. It's just like she's wearing the shortest pink tightest dress. And I love her so much. Like how hot it would be to like see her at a club. Like, you know, but there's certain times and places. And like also she's wearing panties in which I can oh. see like every line possible. I mean, all, all of the panty lines, Chris. All the lines. All of she's so hot though. And her thigh when she like is sitting in this couch, gorgeous. I just, you know, it's like. I just think sometimes, yeah, like none of these people have stylish. So she obviously doesn't have a makeup artist in this situation unless you bring one. Or like we always see Natalie come full face, which I always feel like she has gone to like her her friend from like Ukraine or Russia and like give it her full face and she comes. And, you know, it's like obviously Liz doesn't have a makeup artist, but what she gives us is like glowing face and no one has stylist. And like, yeah, it, it's very important for people to think about not only do you want to feel gorgeous and great, but like you have to like know you're the entire time you're sitting. I mean, she really shouldn't have worn any underwear. If you're somebody who doesn't want to wear a thong, then just go commando. No panties. Also, she didn't. She, I think she knows that she's sitting on TV, which is like, yeah, I get it. That's why you can't wear like you have to wear like a skin. If you want a skin tight, no, no underwear look, you got to have it be like longer. 
Yeah. Also, yeah. You, yes. Also, you you should wear some kind of shapewear. I mean, listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not in a proponent of women being uncomfortable, but I think that she I, I almost like because I've been watching a lot of drag race this weekend. I looked at her and I was like, can you just add some padding? Can we just get like oh. like can we no, get, not at all? Yeah. For me, I was like, uh, I don't understand. Like it. I, she, it didn't look comfortable. She did not look comfortable in what she was wearing and the panty lines really hurt my feelings. So she gets up, she reads this screenshot and it's basically from 2021. So at this point, we're not talking about whether or not Ed has cheated on her in, I guess, the last 2022 when, oh no, this would have been filmed in 2021 because of how, I mean, it's been on for 52 weeks. So it makes sense. When did this start? Anyways, so she's like, basically, we just asked you or Sean just asked you if you had talked to Rose and your first thing is you don't remember. And then here's the proof. And she says like, yeah, I can't, you know, th this it's obviously very true. And he gets so angry at her for being upset about that. And when she asks him, his response is me speak no English. That's the worst. I hate this I hate him you know like yeah like and it's because he's half Mexican he probably thinks that he can get get over on that but Ed is a white man who is like uses his is racist and then uses his his half ethnicity to cover up like some of the shitty Islamophobic and racist shit he says this is a man that obviously had said hasta luego. Is that what I say to you? To Bilal, like, not marry one fucking episode of this tell all ago. Like, he's disgusting. This is disgusting. Yeah, the screenshot pretty much says, uh, like, hey, Rose, uh, I would love to come visit you. You know, in Philippines, would I be, could, could that happen? And she's like, yeah, you are welcome to come to the Philippines and you're welcome here. Like, and that was also surprising. We were like, Rose, why? But whatever that's maybe she, I mean, in my whole, my heart of hearts, I want Rose to be like, and I said that because I wanted to uh, trap him for all of you because one more time look what a disgusting pig he is you know like i wish there was a reason why she was like she had said that but she didn't give us one and god bless so um also one thing about this segment is i did not appreciate the fact that rose was only brought on to like talk about ed i was like can we fucking talk about rose like let's rose what's happening in your life how's your dad Rose, what's happening? You know, like we, can we how can, is there some video we can see? Like, can we have an update about you? Like, I have never in my life cared about this man, and the man shouldn't even be on the show because he's dating some woman who's from the fucking America. You know, like so truly, I'm saying, I'm sorry, I won't, I will stop saying it, but you know, like truly, it just annoys me that we didn't have more Rose. You know, in the sense of like what's what's happening in her life, I care more. So um, then at some point, by the way, <clears throat> I want to say this as Rose is talking she's she she speaks in english and then she also like you know speaks in um tagalog and at one point she speaks and then ed answers right away and you're like Did, does ed know tagalog but then there's a translator that we get to like realize is right there later and at one point sean you know like when this segment's over sean thanks the translator and is like yes thank you thank you for your thought and i was like well he didn't have really i mean his thought was whatever they were thought their thoughts were right i mean mm. small moment um but yeah so uh 
I don't know, like, it, it's just basically what happens um, is that Ed and her just, like, have a, you know, some sort of, like, fight, whether it's, like, performative and whether it's real, we'll never know. But Ed, like, asks for her ring back and she just gives it back. First of all, never give the ring back. I just, I mean, never. Like, they're, that's a present, by the way, women or who men or whoever gets a ring, it's a present. And you can decide what you want according to your state laws. But I don't think you have to give it back right away. I can, I can, I think he can be like, oh, it actually goes with my outfit and I'm on TV right now. So I'll give it back when I would like it when I, if, if I, if, if and when I want to. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. The fact that you have even thought about this, the fact that you have even thought about a situation in which what one should do when one is re has requested to have a ring back shows you how deep your fantasies have gone throughout your life about surrounding marriage. Okay. Because I have never once ever thought like, what if he asks for the ring back? Like the truth is, is if we, if we were married and had three kids and married for 10 or like a whatever year, build a whole life together and he wanted the ring back, I would be like, Oh no, it is actually mine. And I'm going to pawn it so that I can get the monies from it to take care of your children, like, or whatever. Um, but it, like, if somebody asks you to marry them and they break your heart or they do something, yep, I've yep. I have never big, just, uh -huh. I have never thought about what I would do with the ring. I mean, my first thought would be like, I would like to give it back um, because I don't want to see it anymore. But you know, I'm, yeah, anyways, so. Now that, that you said the pawning and the monies, those two words came out of your mouth. And you're like, well, here's the thing. Let's just break this fucking down. Yes. If you did something wrong, if you broke a person's heart and that person had given you a ring and you were like, I, I mean, I fucked up or I don't want to get married or I like this other person, then I think it's like probably morally important of you to make peace with doing someone right who loved you and respected and cared for you that is not what is happening here but you know like in the situation if i'm in a if i'm in a situation with someone who has given me a ring and they have done me fucking wrong and i and then have the audacity in the moment to ask for the ring back and i don't know whether i want to give it back yet because i don't maybe i do maybe i don't maybe i don't care i don't know but i tend to be Upset if put on the spot and and make a choice that I feel like I wish I had given more time and space to. This is a thing within me because of my anxiety and or whatever. Like I want also to be less reactive in moments. So I think for me, my gaining power would be like, I'm going to choose to make that choice later. I don't have to make it now because you're deciding it. And especially knowing that like I have been wronged, you know? Mm -hmm. Very, very astute. Again, I just would have never thought of it. Um, right. So Ed asks for the ring back. Everyone is like, mm -hmm. and so she mm -hmm. just takes it off and gives it back to him. And Kim mm -hmm. Bali says, you're a dick, yo. I, I didn't know who it was at first. I was like, who said that? Because it was like a low voice. You know, it's like, yo, a dick, yo. And you're so your moment like, you're, oh, no, there's, there's no mistaking that voice. She <laughs> said, you're a dick, yo. <laughs> Wow. Ah, so hilarious and so then um they go like so they give a little break right yeah. this is like a very big deal and so they go behind stage and then you know jenny and ed are like a coupled up coops in this like conversation and he's talking to her about why he did what he did and he's like you know it probably wasn't appropriate and she was like no not at all no you know like right away you know like 
And then, you know, they're sitting backstage. And so now, so sitting now in this backstage area is Andre, Yara, because like that, that conversation was like right behind what looked like the cameras. Now Andre, Yara, and Liz, Kimberly all said, like, you know, Kimberly has her own chair now in the green room. And they kind of like all go back to where they initially said. It's like kind of like the classroom where you've all picked your seats and your desks, you know what I'm saying? And like, anyway, so then Andre, who, by the way, like I, if you don't, you know, I love Andre. There are certain people that I'm like, Andre does a lot of the Lord's work and, and even what well, anyway, I'll tell you, well, at the end, I also like him. So he's like, are you going to keep doing this? Wait, you do it. You do it. Wow. And, uh, fucking, uh, uh, fuck. Are you going to keep, you know, I don't know, fucking doing this to yourself? You know, what makes you, you know, fuck. <laughs> and then Jen answers, well, that's what I don't know, which is like, oh, so yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Kimbali is, like, <laughs> is like, if you can't love yourself, then, you know, how many are you going to love anybody else? Okay, RuPaul. Calm I down. I know. Yeah, like, you know, I wrote that for a while because I, I, you know, okay, so the side note is we get to write this, like, whole, like, doc, and I saw that, and I was like, she's been watching so much Drag Race, I know that, like, raw, you know, that wall was going to be I'm, like, all right, Rue, all right, I see you, honey, I see you. Yeah. You I know, mean, like, maybe, and then my mom was like, oh, Kimberly watches a lot of Drag Race. I mean, maybe she does. I'm in full drag mode right now. I'm I'm going back and watching old seasons. That's how, like, I'm oh. watching the new seasons. I'm watching the old seasons. Like, I'm full in my fantasy right now. Then the next thing we have is Yara, like, who says this because everyone starts to talk. Yara basically turns to Jen and uh, Liz, sorry, turns to Liz and is like, um, what makes you so, to be so, uh, what makes you to be so attracted to him? And I said... Yara, it's the question on everybody's lips. What the fuck do you see in this gremlin ass, no neck, no neck ass motherfucker? Like what, what makes you to be attracted to him? She doesn't say, what do you love about Ed? She specifically says, no, how could you look at, no, I'm I'm sorry. Let me break this down, Yara. How can you see him and then continue to talk to him? And I just know I make this clear. You put your mouth on that. No, 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 I don't think that. Let me just make sure uh, I understand because it's hard. Uh, There's been times where you have let man sit sit inside you. (laughs) Or stand. I don't know how you do it. But either way, you're saying, no, no, and why and how and why. You can tell me in any language you want. I'm Yara and I'll try and I'll make it. I'll put in a Google Translate. I still, I cannot understand it. Put, what do like, you speak in San Diego? What makes you to be attracted to him? And then Liz is like, well, we do really, really, really have good moments. I thought this bitch was about to say we have really, really good sex. And then I would have been like, okay, you have good moments, Liz? On TV, Liz? Or when? And what did those moments consist of? S- sipping, sipping paint? Like, what What good moments do you guys have together when you guys go to the bar and get shit-faced and, like, go home and, like, black out, have sex, and you can't remember it, so it's great? I don't know. I do not know. No, I, I you know, Yara, God bless. So we cut, so this whole time, this entire time, Angela has not been on set, right? Because in Tell All Part One, she came on, she like was like, I hate you, I hate you, you're a bitch, you're a bitch. And then Usman was like, You're rubbish, you're a pig. And then she like got mad at Yara, sort of a Yara, and Yara was like, You're being unrespectful. And then she like left, right? That happened. And she hasn't been there since. Like, we don't, and this, so 
you know, again, as Wa said, there's like just many people that, you know, she has a, like a whole posse that she has brought in. So at this point, she's talking to Big Ange again, who I think mm-hmm. his name is Jen, but it's not mm-hmm. Renee. And Renee comes in later. And mm-hmm. what Wa says about Renee, I died. Okay. So <laughs> I, okay. So we get a moment of Angela and um, Angela, uh, she hates water. So Big Ange gives her this water and she has a cigarette in her hand. She puts the water in her mouth and she just immediately spits it out as if she thought it would be something else, but it's water or she had to like clean out her mouth first or whatever. And then she's like, yeah, it's a drink it. you're dehydrated. And then she's like, okay, okay. By the way, this is probably the best uh, pause picture I could have of this person. Right, Wa? Now I want you to also clock her BFF heart uh, locket picture of Michael. That's Michael and her, and her version is a heart, and then he has a version later that's like a, you know, I think just maybe a, an oval. Okay, so we're clocking it all. I can just say that I do love the gold necklace combos. Like I love that. I love a multi-layer, different type of necklace, and I'm very envious of her her swap meet jewelry collection of the necklaces and the bracelets and the rings i just want to say that i say i I also want to give her credit for two things also if we're looking about looks okay i'm sorry she has she this woman like you know has every ring on and like she even has like the ones that go on the middle like you know she's being hip about that she has like a bunch of piercings obviously like someone someone was like get a fucking bunch of piercings including this like mole piercing in this picture i also enjoy her lipstick because often super white women don't put on a lip that is good in their skin tone as they age. And I feel like I often see women try and like wear like not a good lip and then it like, or not even like it doesn't have enough color to it and it's awkward. So I mean, and also like this dress is a good color. Now, when she sits down, when she sits down, like it's Lucy Magoose and it doesn't have enough support for her where I feel like it's going to make her feel comfortable. But, you know, and and the reason why I said it also is like, it seems like it'd be an easy fix. Those like straps look like they're so easily, um, what's the word? Adjustable. Yeah. Okay. She's on TV. So anyway, God bless. But this, but listen, she looks good. Okay. I would just like to say that that was a full, maybe two and a half minutes of talking about a picture. And those of you guys who are on our podcast listening will never know what, what, what we're talking about. So here's what you need to do is you need to go to patreon.com slash docusweeties so that you can get the visual of what you are in fact listening to. It's $10 a month. We drop the episode as soon as we're finished recording it. So you get it first and then you get to see what it is that we are talking about. Anywho, so let's get back to I hate water. Now, she's not the only person in the world who hates water. It's it's a thing. There are people in this world who do not like water. And that's why things like crystal light, that's why things like, yeah, electrolytes, like water, where you get a little packet of something and you put it in the water so that it has some kind of flavor to it so that you can drink it. But I just want to give a shout out to no, not sponsored, but literally right. If you, there are two great electrolyte. No, don't give a shout out to them. It's not sponsored. We don't know. Don't give anyone shit. Okay. God, I wish I wish I could be sponsored by one of them. Okay. Yeah. Don't give them anything. Just let them know that there are packets out there that one could procure anywhere from Walmart to Target to <laughs> somewhere else bougie. Uh, I know. I was like, this would feel like the same things anywhere from they're not um, the same things. Have you been in a Walmart? To LA. Have you been in a Walmart? Once. Okay, so Target and Walmart are not the same. So please Big roll market them. stores. Huh? Big market stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so <laughs> rude. Um, uh, anyways, so 
it, you should have it because you do need water to survive. The water that is in soda is not enough. Uh, Sprite has the same amount of water as Coke. Um, so, and even if that is wrong, please, I don't need anybody telling me that I'm wrong. The fact is, is that it's just sugary ass drink and you actually need to have water in your day, especially if you are 56 years old and have just had belly surgery or tummy surgery. You need all of the hydration in your body because your body takes in nutrients different than it did when your stomach was, was what it was before. So there's that you weirdo. So she spits out the water like a, like a five-year-old. And um, the cast also, so we go back inside and the cast wonders if she's coming back and they're talking about her, how disrespectful she was being and um, Kim and, um, <clears throat> and they're just like kind of talking shit about her and then uh, not shit, but kind of like talking about her in general to where if she were to walk in, you know, she would try to fight two of them. Mm -hmm. um, but then we have a moment, she comes back in and they set up Kim and, and uh, Angela to talk. And I want to know that if, Kim knew that Angela was talking as much shit about her. She had been talking days up in 72 hours up into this tell all about Kim and how Kim better not um, defend Usman. And if she says anything, Angela's going to beat her up. They sit down in there and have this fake ass conversation where they both act like all they want is the best for each other. And Kim is like, listen, um, you know, I, what, whatever's happening between you and Usman is between you and Usman. However, he's not a scammer. He didn't use me. So, I mean, I feel like that's not right what you said about him. And then she's like, listen, listen, honey, honey, honey. I listen, I'm not, listen, I think he's scamming you and I hope he's not. Okay. And it's just like that. And I'm like, well, where's the fisticuffs that we were promised, Angela? Huh? Where's that fight? Where's the, all that in, in Naji? Yeah, yeah Angela's like, now, it's none of my business, but he's using you. No, I, I, I'm not trying to say anything the other way, but I mean, no, he's not right. You know, it's not. He's using he's using me, but I don't know for sure. And I just want, you know, you to be aware, you know, and Kimberly's like, I don't want you to feel sorry for me. You know, because like Kimberly, like, because she's kind of also on a little bit of a power trip with Angela because yeah, like you're both have an equal footing situation here. Like, I don't know who here is being used and who's not. And like, you know, you it's like pointing fingers and calling each other like, you know, pots and kettles and black, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it is. Um, and I also still kind of feel like Angela has to know that, you know, in the physical presence of Kimberly and just the two of you, it kind of is a little bit of an even match when it comes to like a physical situation. Kimberly is no, you know, blushing flower. You know, she's like a tall woman who has like a bigger stature and has been in the fucking army. Who can like kill you, I'm sure. There's like pressure point stuff. I don't know, you know, like anyone that's in the army, honey, I have to know that maybe like, you know, I don't know about special ops, but like you don't know where she was. Like, maybe you could think that she was like in the mess hall, but also are you telling me that maybe she doesn't know like a and then suddenly you're just like Oh, I'm sorry. You think, you think that the people in the military are taught like martial arts? No, is that martial arts? Yes, ma'am. That is all Chinese, like Asian pressure points and shit. They don't teach you that shit in the military. <laughs> well, I think they should. You think they're ninjas? Is that what's that? You think that they're learning some kind of like very specialized jujitsu? Well, I think it'd be. I think it would ha would help. 
Okay, great. I'm glad you think it would help, but that's not actually what's happening. So perfect. Um, yeah, so it definitely. And this is like, I think we should fund the military more, honey. And I think we should give them all of the like weird. I think we should just like, they should. Could be, you, if okay. they, listen, there are people who come at us who get dishonorable. But I, my thing. I think we should fund the military more and give them Eastern practices like that. You know, like, Ooh. I think they should get like acupuncture for their like PTSD. And I also think that we should like arm them to be like, you know in not all the ones that do all the combat but you know if you, have to, if you have to do any sort of combat and you're gonna like learn how to shoot a gun i think you should also learn how to like take down a foe without guns anyway go ahead well so we then go back to the studio where angela comes on and she talks about how much pressure she's been under and then we talk about uh, then we listen to the audio of michael cheating and angela breaks the f down and starts to ball and then usman is like oh I didn't know it was this, you know, no, um, you know, I don't, I don't know why Angela doesn't want him on social media, but now I understand why. And I was just like, no, I don't like this flipping and jumping. Don't say anything. Uzma. She just finished calling you all kinds of names. You finished calling her a pig. And now you're like, oh, okay. I see. Maybe you are not the worst thing to happen to Nigeria. Okay. I understand. No, no, shut up. Um, and then Michael just kept saying, Angie, it's okay, please. As though that was supposed to solve everything. And listen, this is the moment where Sean Robinson goes in on Michael. And really, you guys, all he did, and listen, uh, listen, I, you know what? Even if he was cheating on Angela, what Angela did publicly to him with Billy is unforgivable. Renee? No. Angela and Billy. I'm sorry, what was I saying? Oh, really? Yeah, Can sorry. I'm sorry, I forgot about the Canadian. I thought <laughs> I thought we were talking about Renee, like when she likes when she came in and like screamed at him. You mean just Billy? Yeah, I love no, you. No, I'm saying I'm that like even if Michael was sending I love you audio voice when, right. which Andre could not get over. The fact that he actually said I love you to to that whoever that person was. It was not just sex, the money, of course, <laughs> you know, but the I love you. I never said I love you to Libby. I still haven't said I love you to Libby. And I'm married, you know, just yeah, no. <laughs> I was just like, Andre, that is the dumbest argument ever. Her. If Listen, I don't care I if you her. told a bitch you love her. If you gave her money, fuck you. I, I Listen, I don't care about all I love you, use. I care about I money. <laughs> so, like, anyways, so we hear that. Everyone is against Michael all of a sudden. Um, and it's just like everyone is so disappointed with him. I just was like, I don't understand where all of this is coming from. And then we find out that the woman was American. And uh, he says, I do not like uh, ignoring people. So I went too far. I know, I know I fucked up. I went too far. Then Andre was like, see, I knew this guy was here for green card. And so when Sean asks if they're together, she's like, yeah, we're still together. Because the reason being is because and I think, and I think Renee kind of highlighted this at some point when she came out was that because this girl never actually was in Nigeria or they never met up, that it was easier for Angie to forgive. And they keep saying that Michael's green card is coming in in any day now, any day now. And it's just like so much. So then the narrative turns into, I've done so much to protect Michael. You don't know what Michael has done to me and I've done nothing but protect him. And I'm like, so all of your bad behavior is due to this like so we should just accept all of your very piss poor badass behavior because he's done wrong to you 
Well, what if the producers, okay? Okay, producers, I'm here. We're, have a spinoff show in line, Angela mm-hmm. and Michael, just like David and Annie, and and either Michael does have his visa or it's already being taped or they've already planned it. They know when the visa is going to come in, but they had to manipulate the audience's ability to watch the show by making it seem that Michael was a little, was worse than he is in order to gain sympathy for Angela. So people would watch the show because her behavior was in fact so disgusting and had, Yes, gone over the boundary of what is watchable entertainment and which feels toxic or abusive and therefore like not really fun and watchable. Like what if to, in order to save their spinoff, they did this tell all and the the moment they and that they know when the visa is going to come in and they have things planned and some sort of production schedule. That's my conspiracy. Okay, you're asking me what if and my answer is, is that I would watch that show and we would document it. We would? Yeah, we have to we would yeah we have to all right and if we didn't i would just call me wallwood okay. i'll tell you why because yeah. um i didn't watch darcy and stacy i watched the first season and didn't watch anything after that and i feel like i missed the boat on that people really oh. love darcy and stacy the do. family chantel i did not miss the boat on family chantel and mm-hmm. people love the family chantel and i got some good views from that okay. and um the other spinoff single life i didn't watch the first two seasons missed the boat on all of that and apparently, Annie and David is doing well too. Miss the boat on that. No reason for us not to do David, David and Annie. We have obviously of, of all the reasons of all the people we love. You know. We have to do them, and we haven't been. So what I'm saying is, is that I'm not going to miss the next 90 Day Fiance spinoff. She's making that money. She's coming for that bag. Yeah, I just I need to like I, I rec- I need to, I need money in my savings. I just moved. I have a lot all of right. things I need to purchase. So like. <laughs> I hear you. So, um, yeah, basically that's like what the, what the feelings are, you know, like now I'll tell you right now, another thing I would have loved. Yeah. Another thing I would have loved is if they had brought out the woman that was behind the Instagram. I like they, they, you know, they ask if she's American. I'm like, Oh, can't we have any more information about this person? Like there's an Instagram account or right. Or something like that. She's like, they painted her music, a super fan. And where the hell, I don't understand it. Why can't, this is the age of like, we're in 2023 give me a little more about who this person was. You know, like they make it seem that he had opened up this Instagram for 30 goddamn minutes. And in the 30 minutes he had started this affair with this, what I can only imagine is super fan, right? Like who is somehow on the discovery page and is like, who's this person? Whatever, God bless, obviously. So that already is sketchy, all of this. So, but I think it would have been great to have who this person was, at least like in some face. I'm like, yeah, if I... I started DMing um, him to see if it was the real profile. And suddenly when he started sending me um, texts, I was like, well, how far can I make this go? And I did, you know, and here you go. And you're welcome. Receipts. My name is at um, 90 day super fan uh, in the DM, you know, like, <laughs> come on, give me something. Wah. Do you love that? Yeah. Love no, that? I think that's a great idea. I think I wish we would have gotten who it was. And obviously like, I love it when a 90 day fiance male cast member decides to go off with someone who's in their DMs and they get caught and they're like confused as to what, no, everyone in your DM is looking, DMs is looking to get you caught up because yeah. they would like their 15 minutes of fame. They don't care about you. They, have don't no have care. they don't care about you. You don't have any money. Yeah. So then this is, well, Sean then goes, Michael, how do you sit next to your wife and text someone else? And I'm like, again, 
Chris, your theory is absolutely correct because she needed to ask those questions to Bilal last season. She needed to ask those questions to Usman, like not necessarily the exact same question, but like with the intensity of going in, this person is just like sweating. He keeps wiping his face. He keeps looking down. At some point, it just got awkward as how much they were going in on Michael. Then Renee comes out and Renee says that Angela protects Michael. And Renee, you guys, looks like Caesar. Mm -hmm. I need you guys to look at a picture of Renee. I wish you had taken a picture. Specifically on the tell-all and then put a picture of Caesar next. They could be brother and sister. Yeah, I'd never seen it before, but then it was incredibly obvious. They have the same small beady eyes. Yeah. Yeah. They it's I was like, wow. I didn't notice that. So everyone just go look at it. Maybe, maybe Chris will do her magic that she does on our Instagram and create some kind of like Ooh, side okay. by side of like I never saw it before, but now I see it. And um, then we, you know, you guys can have it and you'll know that you heard it here first. So, um, <laughs> uh, Sean, then, I mean, this is another low down dirty thing that usually the producers don't do, but Sean was like, Hey, Michael, are you back on Instagram? And he's like, no, or maybe they didn't say that, but that's what should have set it up. Sean says, Michael, we have um, proof here, uh, uh, that you have a uh, Instagram and uh, I mean, just come on acting. Come on, acting, Angela. She's like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. It's like the three stages of like first denial, then like confusion, and then believe me, then believing. So See, all the other cast members are like, yeah, he does, because I guess there was like a soap dirt or star chasm article that had come out. So they all had seen it. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, yeah, he does. <laughs> Kimberly is like the most, for some reason, vocal, like, mm -hmm, it's him. No, that's what they said. It's him. No, I know it isn't. Like, Kimberly was like, oh, honey, she's knee deep in them blogs. Yes, they are all knee deep in them blogs. Like, I don't check a blog to check. I don't check Lipstick Alley. I don't, I mean, obviously, Starcasm does the Lord's work. But, like, I don't necessarily go to all those, those mediums to find information. But they really, I mean, could you imagine how many people, how many cast members listen to us? No, is that true? No, I hope not. I don't want them to. I only like David and Annie, but you know, which is probably, I mean, no, you know, no, Chris, don't, first of all, what, Chris, they what, do. What, what, you you no, know no. that Jenny and Sumit, you know that Jenny at least knows who I am, right? Yeah, but that's not me. Oh, so you think they don't know you when I talk about you all the time? Like you think, do you think that there are people who know me who don't know you? Yes. Oh, that's weird that you would think that. Why? Because I do so much with you. <laughs> you are wild. You are a bananas bang burst person right now. For you to you know what? It's just because I don't want anyone to ever think that I hate them. Like I love Jenny and Sumit. Like I'm so happy they're on the show. And I like Jenny feels like such a great person. I like Jenny more than I like Sumit. Sumit feels like a little shady. She, These are lies. She, you know, I'm just saying, but I also <laughs> love to make fun of Jenny. And so I don't want to think about her like, you know, whatever, God bless. And so that's also other things. So, like, I know you don't want to think your life and not mine, you know. I know that you don't want to think about it, but here's the truth. They do. So the fact that they're knee deep, I mean, we're not important like we're not swaying any opinion but like darcy knows who i am she's 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 uh liked a of a, a poster too she knows mm -hmm. that i love her my you're my meme that i did of her yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was, a great meme. That was when you did the angel perfume mm -hmm. yeah she knows who i am 
okay. because but mainly I also stand her. Like, you know, even yes. though I can talk shit, I still stand her. So, anyways, there's that. Um, let's get let's get back to whatever we were talking about. This this tell all was definitely just like an in between episode episode that I, we didn't need. Um so then they go into the details about how Michael said in the in the audio that he's gonna send her money, that he loves her. Um, and that he's, uh, then he wrote some kind of text where he's like, listen, I'm going to get to the United States soon. I want to come see you. Don't worry. I'll take care of Angie. And so that's now the narrative that apparently that saying could have, could jeopardize his, um, visa. And then her secret weapon, we finally figure out who her secret weapon is and it is his uncle. And as I'm talking about this, Chris, your theory is becoming, I mean, not only did I, be- I believed it in the beginning, but now I'm like, like, I think you're right. I know I'm right. Because what other reason would they have to, she have to bring her uncle when Angela literally showed her titties to his wife. I don't know if it's his wife, but he, she, she showed her titties on national television to another member of his family, his aunt. And so now the uncle is like, it's an abomination to do are, Yeah. Like to have a priestly uncle type character come on and suddenly chastise him like a divine being, like you are an abomination. You have sinned, you know, where you're just like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. No one in your family is like, Michael, please run from this woman. Like, yeah. actually run. No, why wouldn't you be like, Michael, I've seen what she has done to you over the years and how intensely, you know, you you don't have a relationship and you will never be, to, you know, like, this is a very, to- like, I don't understand any part of this, but yeah, except that I am a, um, you know, I'm a genius. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so then the uncle is like, um, you know, Angela, you know, I just, I began talking to Angela a couple of months ago when she came to me lamenting about Michael. And lamenting. I think to myself, like, Angela must learn a new word in the English language every time she speaks to a Nigerian What's person. lamenting, my late one singing? Lamenting? What's lamenting. that word mean? She oh, was fire saying, fire dentures flying. Oh, it's kind of complaining. Oh, uh, complaining? Yeah, it's what it's, it, but not bad in a bad way. It's kind of like, why is this happening to me, God? <laughs> I know Angela loves Michael, and I'm here to ask him about it. Everyone is on Angela's side. I yeah. mean, now everyone is like, oh, you know, it's perfectly normal for Angela to just show up in Nigeria and come and knock on Michael's door at 3 a.m. Yeah. I said, bitches, do you guys not remember? It's not a normal day. She didn't walk up in in the at noon and knock on the door and say, hey, Michael, just came to surprise you, brought my friend. This bitch rode to his house at 3 a.m., drunk as fuck, rolls up to the compound and starts banging on the door like the police. You little bitch, come out here, you little bitch. You know, like, what? And, and everyone's like, oh, no, it's fine. I, th- th- she's perfectly warranted for doing that. She's your wife. Makes sense to me. You know, you're the one, you're the one, the weird one that didn't expect that your wife would come out of the fucking blue and be, you should, anytime you hear that beautiful voice, you should be drop whatever you're doing and let her into your space. You know, I mean, yeah, no, it's, uh, it was, it was so specifically, I think, targeted and that is what it is, you know? And, and I, then if that is the case, then Michael is in on it in such a way then that 
what is real and what is not and who is a victim and who is not and who is being abused and who is in for a ride and who is making choices mm -hmm. and I don't know any of it and you of course if this is real then you'd be like well battered man syndrome and that would be a thing that you could talk about but this is like some commercial entertainment show like mm -hmm. you know for entertainment purposes where what can we put our hat on and what can we really like you know think that we have to be moral about i mean i don't know that's my question i'm posing it to the listener please go to our instagram and tell me like this is the real shit about watching the stuff we don't talk about these couples because they're horrible but if you're if everything is fake and the production is leading us to want to watch a spin a spinoff show about them i mean how do you feel about that do you still are you do you put your foot down and you're like well you did too much in the storytelling of this characters or this this character relationship and we say no to them i mean i don't know you tell me i mean but either way it goes if there is a spinoff chris and i will be uh covering it or at least i will so there's that um <clears throat> At this point, I'm like, Michael wants this and like, here I am to just do it. So anyways, they go off of uh, off of that and we have a moment where they take another break and we have D'Angelo talking to Big Ange and she's like, you know, you can't change nobody. Um, and yeah, then we have Libby. So then it's like a Andre and Libby portion of this, which is a couple that we talked about and it's a lot of F-bombs and I'll do my best to do my impressions of every moment of this. So we start off with um, Sean being like, oh, and Libby, you have a side career. And how is that going? Well, you know, yeah, Li uh, the my big headed baby, she <laughs> really loves my nursery rhymes. And um, yeah, so we're just, I'm having a good time. I finally have that passion. Like I love working with my dad, but I really wanted to figure out like what makes me happy. And all I want in my life is to just be that person who can just be like, yeah, yeah, sure. Working with my dad is fine, but I just want to know what I want to do. In life. I'm like, can my dad get a business that I can work for him? Cause I would just work for him. Um, anyways. So then, um, she's like, can you sing for us? Can you give us a little bit? And we we're like, Sean, no, we, we don't want it. And Sean is like, no, just give us a little bit. And the audience is like, no, Sean, we don't need it. We already know. We already why are you telling me? No, I want any time that you can put someone on the spot and make them sing acapella. <laughs> Honey, I'm Hall Hears. I'm Hall Hears. No, I was so happy. Again, yeah, no, I was like, oh, thank you, Sean. All right, professional. Yeah, honey. Like, and then of course she's like, oh, I don't like to be put on the spot, which we already know because we've seen what it's like to put you on the spot. But guess what? You're going to do it again because it's that much fun. Like, I'm sorry. You can just go around saying you want to sing and then not want to sing. I'm sorry. Like, you're going to sing. So go ahead and sing. And she sings what? Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. I wish. <laughs> uh, but, you know, she sang Mary Had a Little Lamb. You know, here's the thing. Now, for rights-wise, she can't sing pretty much anything unless it's, like, in whatever the free mm -hmm. thing or she, her own song or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So she can't sing. Like, for instance, she had done a cover of Blue, you know, that song? Like, Blue, which was, she did a good job of that. But like, Can you she sing it for me? I don't remember. What, what song was it? Blue, that one? I know what it is. I'm just kidding. 
I just wanted okay, you to do it again. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, basically she can't sing that on national television. She has to sing something, you know, that's Mary Had a Little Lamb. Like the only free song I know because I had to do a little research is um, When the Saints Go Marching In. Free song. Wait a minute. So Twinkle Twinkle Little Star is not a free song? I don't know. I, why did you? I don't know. Oh, you said you did research, research and the only one that I remember. Was, oh, no. okay, okay. There's a lot of free. Sorry, I mean, that's the free public domain list has a whole list of, de- yeah, of free yeah, songs. I, I do not know every song on there. Yeah, and but the one I, I can remember in mm-hmm. this one moment is when I this thought you knew. I thought you knew every song. Why would I had a weird thing to assume? I was like, you assume things all the time. I'm like, I didn't fucking say that. That's crazy that you think that. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, I didn't say it. I don't know why you thought it. So um. Here's the thing. After that part, we get into like the real crux of Libby and uh, Andre's drama, which is not her like burgeoning um, lullaby career. It's in fact, oh, just getting the drama between her family, you know, speaking of like spinoffs they really want us to like, you know, love and care about. So what we do is we get Charlie and we get Becky who enter the chat. (laughs) Now, here's another example. And I mean this wholeheartedly. Becky looks gorgeous. Like she comes in with a green onesie one piece, kind of like an Angela looking, but like different, you know, cause a different color green where I'm like, Oh my God, if I watched you walk into a restaurant or if I watched you walk into an affair, a gala, a like any sort of party wearing this, a new year's Eve party, I'd be like, or Christmas, whatever the fuck I'd be like, Oh my God, that is gorgeous. What a gorgeous outfit. But she sits the whole time. And because she sits all the whole time, I don't get to have like all of the draping, beautiful fabric and these long, gorgeous pants. And I don't get to see like the way that this necklace is going to like drape down like your physique. I just like, it's just, it, you know, choices can be made better. Well, but here they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I loved it. It was great. Okay. Um, anyway, so, uh, of course we go into an Andre Charlie battle and, um, this is a good one because these are two personalities that are very funny. Andre and his like accent and then like Charlie and like every other, his like Broxent, bro accent, Braxent, not black sense. I'm saying Brack, I'm saying bra, a bro accent. No. Yeah, I just you know all you have to do is just think through that joke a little bit more and like come up with the word that is like brosent. I think it has to be brosent. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it sounded like Mexit, Brexit, and Blackson at the same time. I know it, and I tried to get through it, but you're right, it's brosent. And I'm here to support you. I'm here to support you and to give you the feedback required. Um, it's your new, it's your new joke. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, and then so yeah, go on, give me all of it. Do so it. then he's like, um, "You are a drunk bum," and then Ed is like, "Well, I've never seen you in an argument not drunk," and Andre's like, "Fuck, who's fucking talking to you, no neck motherfucker? Shut fuck up." Uh, that's not what happened, but that's what I wish happened. And then, uh, what's his name? Hmm? I wish he would make him shut up. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, on uh, what's his the brothers keep saying, bro, yeah, like man, bro, like bro. And bro. Andre's like, bro, 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 bro. No, you'll never make anything in your life. You don't even have car. <gasps> I said, whoa, we telling folks, been there. <laughs> Why don't you have a car? Is it because you have DUIs? Mm-hmm. 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 
So um, they show the footage of Becky and Buki's fight with Andre. They also show the footage of Becky and Buki having that conversation in the boxing ring with uh, Libby where she's like, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be deported because of blah, 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 and I'd have to go with him. And Becky's like, oh, well, fuck yeah, I mean, I'm glad he can go and then she pull fully pulls back and is like i was smiling through the whole thing that means i was just kidding and then we have libby being like what the fuck did she just fucking say the stupidest fucking thing ever come out your fucking mouth and i was like wow that's sisterly love is that not um so then andre at some point says motherfucker you are an asshole then um so like they uh Becky announces that Andre was in the U.S. before he married Lizzie, Libby. So this is not his first time in the U.S. And I'm like, we knew that. Why is that being presented as new information? Like, I remember that from, like, their first episode or first, you know, season or whatever. So uh, then Andre tries to act like, oh, well, yes, I didn't stay that long. I only stayed two days. And then the lawyer steps in and is like, actually, oh, forgot to announce a lawyer comes on stage or at least she is zoomed in and uh the lawyer's like i advise my client not to answer that question like basically admitting to the fact that he actually did stay overstay his visa the first time he was here and uh then at the end of it uh basically andre and becky make up in the in-between time angela says now the devil may make it look like it's charlie and Angela is just like, Angela, you know that you're voting for the wrong person, right? Like, even though you might feel, you, the reason why you feel like you need to, um, you need to step up for Charlie is because you see a lot of your rotten ass soul in him. And so you're like, oh, let me defend him because I would want somebody to defend me the way I talk shit or the way people talk shit about me all the time. So I'm going to go ahead and jump in and defend Charlie. We didn't need it. She's going to actually bring up the devil. And I was like, Angela, you are the least godly woman that I have ever seen traverse the face of this earth. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I just did a little deep dive. I found one DUI and one arrest on his record, on Charlie's record. The DUI was like 2005, and the I think the other arrest was while he was on probation for for that. The DUI, which was like a cocaine, like being um, you know found with cocaine on him or whatever it is, and but all of that's like two like or like aughts. Like none of that happened like in the last decade, or at least what it says. So I don't know why he wouldn't have a car. And I know that they are making bank because you know his wife is on only fans and she is very uh active in the top percentage of it so what he's on only fans too oh yes with her yeah they have an account but I, I, oh yes but they, you're right we know that and the web i'm sorry the website the show made it seem like it was her account only and that he just you know, and he had not only does he not just take pictures he's in the pictures and not only that they are graphic and we know what his butthole looks like what i also know what his penis looks like oh yeah go ahead I've yeah so um oh no or anything I mean, about it listen it ain't bad mm. so why didn't he have a bad. car yeah maybe ubers everywhere that's not that bad yeah so um then uh, becky and andre have like a conversation outside it but i think it's because seeing her sister pregnant and seeing all the drama um you know even though andre was like she's not if i tell her not to talk to family anymore she's not talking to family she's with me forever and ever and then they're like sean's like libby is that true like you would not talk to your brother anymore and you wait, don't wait. your brother she's like specifically she's like so you're saying that you don't care about your brother like yeah. that's like what it was and it's like yeah like 
I don't know. Yeah, it's it's crazy that he is just going to flagrantly say like my yeah my wife doesn't care about or love her brother like if I say so or I don't want her to like and so that's what it was like yeah and so she's like well no Andre like I love my brother and I care about my brother and I always will and I care about every member of my family but you know basically what she's trying to say is if it doesn't serve her and it's making her unhappy she's she will you know, not necessarily sever ties, but like keep a very long distance, which is what you would say. So I love the fact that she was like, no, Andre, no. And he's like, okay, Lib. And, <laughs> and so then um, we get a scene where I think Becky's, you know, I don't know if she's pregnant with her second child or pregnant at this point in it, but she's definitely like, I don't want to not be with my sister anymore. I think it was, this tell all was like the first time we're starting to see her have some kind of levels when it comes to her sister and Andre, or she's just playing this character because they're getting a spinoff. And so there needs to be some kind of, well, right. we're going into this, not hating Becky because she has tried to make amends with Andre and Libby. And then there's even a hug at the, at, you know, behind stage, um, after the tell-all and then we have a whole moment where the couples leave Chris you want to say anything god you know where I'm so bad to think of it like I do every time like Andre and Becky like have any sort of interaction with each other or like hug or touch you know because I'm such a horny person I'm just like hmm like what are you guys like Hey guys, we're going to end the episode right now. Um, if you want to know the details of what we thought about the after the tell all the couples hang out, you can join us on Patreon for $10 a month at patreon.com slash docusweeties. And Chris is also going to tell you where you can find us with our socials. Yes, which is at docusweeties on Instagram, at docusweeties on TikTok, and at docusweeties1 on Twitter. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.